and gentlemen, All Saints Catholic Church in Dallas, Texas welcomes you to All Saints Coffee Chats. Welcome back to this live video has ended. Fantastic. It better not have. Well, anyway, if you are still with us, thanks for being with us because apparently. Yours is still going. Mine's. Yeah. Yep. Maybe mine's the only one. <laughs> it's just you. I, I killed the internet. Just my internet, though. Interesting. Weird. Good morning. Well, anyway. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks for joining us anyway. If you guys I can think. send some comments so we know if this is actually still working. <laughs> that yeah, looks, like it's why is mine ended and no one else's? It's because you messed with mouse today. She chewed some sort of wire. Oh my gosh, gosh man, is she yeah. mad at me today? <laughs> yeah. It's because I still, still haven't named her. So That's true. Angry at That's me probably that. Yeah, mine's still there. All right, well, never mind. <laughs> I'm the only one whose isn't working. But send comments. So that we know that it is working. We'd appreciate that. Also, any questions that you might have or other things. Maybe funny jokes. Mm, a good jokes. dad joke. Yeah. That's what I need. Not a bunch of bad dad jokes like on the, the back of the Latin <laughs> Oh my gosh, those were awful. So many awful dad jokes. Yeah. Those aren't even worthy of being called dad jokes. Mm -hmm. Just, no, they're yeah. We'll read some later just yeah. to prove our point. Yeah. But they are so bad. They're so bad. Weird uncle jokes. <laughs> 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 These are really good categories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Okay. There's a lot of questions I have there. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, let's move on to uh, mm -hmm. literally anything else. anything else at all. <laughs> all right. So, saints. Anybody have uh, new saints this week, or saints that they're like calling out to them with different things that are going on? Yesterday was Mary's birthday, so, so maybe a cop-out answer, but I don't think I've used Mary yet. Um, that was usually Chelsea's go-to. Yeah. Um, I'll say Mary uh, just because she's Mary. She's the queen of heaven and earth. Like She's pretty awesome and amazing. Um, so yeah, it was her birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, Mary. Um, Summer and I, one of our staff members, were talking about. She brought up Saint Gertrude yeah. <laughs> uh, for naming the mouse. Um, I don't know a lot about Saint Gertrude actually. I need to look into it a little bit more. Um, but Gertrude was my uh, great granny's name, and so she's just she's like, what is that called? Like, she was just the like Catholic head of our family for she's so long. Like the matriarch. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what it is. And so she, I just like wouldn't imagine being here without her and I only knew her like whenever I was so young but now like my granny is like that like head of our family it's just like it's so awesome um, but I need to learn more about St. Gertrude and then make that connection with my German Benedictine nun mystic amazing oh yeah. now all of the information you can find on the internet while somebody else is talking <laughs> that just sounds like my great granny Gertrude, <laughs> Gertrude the Great so maybe there were other Gertrudes that were less good around at that time. Not a name you hear very often anymore. True. Yeah. Died in 1302, canonized in 1677. Wow. She is the patronage of the West Indies. Okay. Interesting. I have no idea why. <laughs> but I will find out yeah. while you guys are discussing your <laughs> Yeah. 
I just, it's such a cute name, honestly, for anyone. Yeah. It works for, for a mouse, especially. Well, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. And for, and for a grandmother. Yeah, and right? Yeah. Right? Those are yeah, that's that, good. That yeah. It, it would be kind of weird. Like, I could, I don't know if I could look at, like, the little girl and be like, hi, Gertrude. <laughs> <laughs> call her Gertie. Yeah. yeah. It's also, like, I will say that it would be kind of weird to call the mouse your grandmother's name. I, it'd be weird <laughs> for me, as cute as I think it is. But. Anyway. Oh my. How about for you, Andrew? Um, I'm still thinking about St. Augustine from, from last mm-hmm. week or so. I think it was the last Friday or Saturday that were his and St. Monica's feast days, um, which might be cheating because we talked about it last time. <laughs> but um, yeah, just still thinking about St. Augustine and um, just how wild it was that like he started out doing, you know, living his life that way and then became just such a incredible, like a doctor of the church, you know, a bishop, uh, a Catholic in the first place, um, one of just like the the last of the church fathers really. And so, um, I don't know, it's just, it just a cool reminder always that it's never too late to turn some things around and stop stealing pears and just yeah. be a better person and all that. So. He's definitely one of what I feel like one of the more relatable saints. Not like they all don't have that in some sense, but like I feel like some saints have done things that are so incredible that I'm like, yeah, that's not me. <laughs> definitely not. But yeah, looking at his story, I'm like, okay, there's there's still hope for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And just, yeah, his story is really awesome. About you, I think a couple different saints who have been interesting out to me recently, um, are and one is not a saint yet. It's Blessed Charles of Austria. He was a oh. king, um, king of Austria, and yeah, he was just a very holy king, very centered, uh, or just like had his family life very centered on the the Eucharist. Um, and he just led from a place of great humility. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, I love, I love him. And then mm-hmm. also Saint Gianna. Um, I'm reading her book with her letters to her husband, um, and just like hearing the way that she um, like speaks to him and speaks of God's love. Um, just these are coming from late, like, yeah, two lay saints, um, who I mean being. A lay woman, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's very cool, like very relatable yeah. too. Um, they're living in the world and doing world things. Like they have a job, they have families, they yeah have responsibilities that um, they have to learn to live with. Um, they're just like such an example of how to do that, and yeah. I, I just love that right now. So. Yeah. You know, just Again, just super things. relatable. Yeah. Just helpful to kind of, like, see that, like, groundedness mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. St. Gertrude had a devotion oh. to the Sacred Heart. Oh. Um, she had a very strong devotion to that. Also, she had uh, sympathy for the souls in purgatory. And so there is a prayer that is attributed specifically to her. Eternal Father, I offer thee the most precious blood of the oh, yeah. thy oh, divine yeah. Son, yeah. Jesus. In union with the masses said throughout the world today, for all the holy souls in purgatory, for sinners everywhere, for sinners in the universal church, and for those in my own home and in my family. Amen. So, yeah. Gertrude the Great, pray for us. That's the, um, 
at the end of like every rosary that we would pray with my family, that's the prayer that we would do like towards the end of it. I didn't even, I didn't even know that was from her. Hmm. Cute. Very cool. <laughs> so fun. Your ma- your grandmother really was like the matriarch. Like she was like, this is the prayer you guys are gonna. <laughs> There's gonna be yeah. two Saint Gertrudes. I can almost guarantee that. <laughs> <laughs> Saint Gertrude the Great and Saint Gertrude the Better. The better. Oh. The equal. The- yeah. <laughs> the next. The next. The next. The, next. Saint the sequel. Yeah. Not the, oh not the equal. The sequel. There you go. Yeah. There's your dad joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Also patroness of rodents. Yeah. But I like. I didn't, I, can't, I gotta find that on there. I'm pretty sure she's the patroness like for that. against rodents. Oh. Okay. But like. The oh, prayer is like, wait, if, wait, if you have a mouse that. in your house, like here's the prayer. That's what somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. Maybe. Okay. Maybe not. Okay. Okay. But great. Still, it could work. Even yeah. more like her, yeah, I can't imagine her. No. She is the patron saint of cats because she is the patroness against rodents. Huh. So okay. maybe not the right name. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> How perfect, though, that, like. Protection from the mice, and rats, and mental oh. illness. Oh, whoa. No way. I was like, yeah. Specific uh-huh. list. Oh, wow. <laughs> that, I mean, they're, all, they're all kind of related. Cool. So that's St. Gertrude of Neville's. So I don't know if she was one of the great ones or not. I'll have to look that up as well. So while I'm doing that, how about uh, any scripture passages that are standing out to you guys? Oh, I'm still thinking about um, the gospel from last last week. Last week, <laughs> <laughs> the Ephatha. We had a fun time at Women's Bible Study the week before trying to pronounce that word. Ah, uh, yes, super Afafatha. good. Um, but it was. I like had this whole thing of like I forgot that I knew that word existed and that I like really liked it because there was like years ago whenever I was really wanting to um, really invested in getting something like tattooed and I was like I didn't know what and then I found that word and I was like ah oh, I love it so much and then I forgot about it for like years so <laughs> I was like I don't know um, and then it came up again whenever I was trying to trying to come up with something to call our Bible study something just more particular than just referring it to Bible study a week. <laughs> trying to think of something more fun. Um, and a I, word that none of you can pronounce? Yeah, exactly. That's way more well, fun. Uh, I, I sat on it for like exactly. a few weeks because I was like, I really love this. I really love the meaning behind it. I don't know how to pronounce it, so it's not happening. Right. And then that uh, Bible study two weeks ago, we sat for like a half hour and just tried to figure it out, listened to different ways to pronounce it. We heard it in French from some guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It was so fun. And then, yeah, just hearing the story in the gospel reading. I just love the kind of, I don't know what the, the meaning that you can get behind it in so many different ways of just, like, be open and, like, listening to God's will for you. I think of it and be open in, like, a, a vulnerability sense because that's what I'm, like, obsessed with. <laughs> um, and everything that you can take away from it is, for me, like, as a whole, it's a word that encompasses so much of, what I'm so passionate about and also what I struggle with so it's it has, uh, holds a lot of weight um, for me personally so um, but yeah still kind of reflecting on that maybe I'll go back to getting it like tattooed on my arm or something <laughs> maybe I'll forget again and not think about it for another <laughs> few years yeah. three years from now I'll be like oh I yeah. totally <laughs> forgot I was going to get this tattooed <laughs> off my flesh not open enough to the being tattooed um, yeah 
Yeah. Where do you find a video of some French guy pronouncing <laughs> that word? And that's top of the list that? on Google. Have you met yeah. my friend Google? <laughs> I mean, yeah, but like, it was like why? one of the first. I think <laughs> that the particular thing. Yeah. Who found it? It was like just top of the list, I guess. Okay. And it wasn't intended to be like an accent. He just said it with a very like. He just had an accent. Yeah, and it was we like, didn't it. is that the real way to say it, or are you just this much guy. fancier than we are? <laughs> But yeah, yes. that was fun. That's awesome. What about you? Any scripture? What's the word? Verses? Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a word. Uh, you like scripture? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you like scripture? Yeah. It's the best. Um, yeah, I've been thinking a lot about the readings for the Sundays. We've been going over those so much, especially throughout all of August when we were doing our family catechesis on Sundays and, and all the Bible study and everything. Um, but I also am just thinking back to the verse from Esther, uh, which I've referenced probably a lot of times, so it's technically cheating at this point, but it's um, the verse of uh, when everything is falling apart, Esther's like, why am I in the middle of all this? And Mordecai's like, well, maybe this is the reason, like, maybe this is the time that you were made queen. Um, and it's been, it's translated and kind of, uh, what's the word? Um, paraphrased as a lot in reinterpreted ways of like, this is the time for which you were born. Of like, this is this mess that you're in that you don't like. Like, this is a disaster. But like, maybe this is the reason. Like, you were you're supposed to be here for this, mm-hmm. um, to fix this, or to be, you know, God's presence in this, or whatever it is. Um, and COVID has definitely been what reminded me of that in the first place a year ago. But um, just lots of things. Just a reminder of like, why am I dealing with the exact problem that I'm dealing with, or why am I dealing with you know whatever it is. Like well maybe maybe that's on purpose maybe this is where you were supposed to be and this is what you're supposed to be working on or dealing with so it's almost yeah. like as comforting as it is terrifying in a sense of like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh this is all meant to happen yeah it's so great. not sure if it's yeah more pressure but maybe less mm-hmm. angst I don't know it just yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah that's that's what's been on my mind recently yeah so. yeah. Man, you took mine. Um, yes, I actually agree. Um, Epitha has also been um, very prevalent to me in the past week or so. I feel like I've just talked with everyone about that gospel mm-hmm. passage. Um, but then also, even before, I really love the part, and everyone laughs at this part, but I just, I love the part where Jesus spits on the guy. Um, <laughs> we talked about last year like how funny that is. Um, but then, like, also how how almost intimate that is. Like, he, like, <laughs> sounds so weird, but gave him his spit. Um, like, here, take my spit, you know? <laughs> but it's Jesus. Uh, so it's but like, it's Jesus. Yeah. So it's, like, living spit. Okay, that sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> living spit. But, like, Jesus is living water. And, like, how... Sorry, he, you get that. <laughs> living like, water out of his mouth. That, yeah, that, that <laughs> healing. Right. <laughs> living water from his mouth that brought healing to this to this man um and so i'm just still thinking about well yeah thinking about that image of jesus's spit as living water which he calls himself earlier in some other passage mm-hmm. um and yeah how like there are places within me that need to be opened that need to be um like moved by his living water living spit <laughs> Um, yeah, just for a deeper conversion to his love. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and a deeper sharing of that love, too. Yeah. So, 
too. I just, yeah. yeah, really love that whole passage, and it's so good. I think I'll probably bear with it for the next, I don't know how long. Yeah, right? Forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll tattoo it on me, too, right under, right under this one. There you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess that's the way to do it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. How much? Um... Yeah, we, we started the apologetic series up at the school this week, and we referenced a lot to First uh, Peter uh, chapter three verse fifteen of um, you know give give people a reason for your hope, um, and that that really been kind of standing out for me because um, you know we're kicking things off again, we're getting back into the the normal normalcy of ministry again, at least with like faith formation classes and uh, Bible studies and uh, kicking off high school ministry stuff and all that. And I think we've got a lot of young people, and Krista, you and I were talking a little bit about this this morning, like what do our young people need right now? Like where are they at? What are they feeling? And I really think a lot of it is um, we've gotten back and maybe this is me just self-projecting because of different things that I've been feeling but um, we need to remind ourselves of like what brings hope to our lives so what what are things that we are um, joyful about like what what are those small things right like you were you were even saying like the the saints that are we're talking about have done these great things but there's still so many saints that like they weren't monumental things like we've um kind of come up with these like dramatic interpretations of what these are supposed to look like and some of them are huge right like there there are huge things but some of them are small and they're, they're little steps and they're, they're these little moments of hope and these little moments of joy that we got to look at and just be like we we don't need to only look at the losses you know we're, mm-hmm. we're really good at like I can point out the things that are terrible and I can point out those things that um, are hard for me right now and I can point out those things that are reasons why everything in the world is falling apart around me um, but we, we don't like we don't celebrate our wins you know I mean the fact that like we're even doing Bible study in a country and state and city and micro area of the world to be able to freely celebrate our faith um there are things that are happening on a global level that it's really easy to look at and be like, the world is coming to an end. Like, this is it. This is the fulfillment of revelation. Um, you know, and, and to look at everything is like apocalyptic. And then yeah. it's also like, my kids are happy. Like, my son was here last night for Bible study and he got home and my wife asked, like, did you enjoy it? And he was like, it was the most fun ever. It was the best part of my week. And I'm like, it's only Wednesday, dude. Calm down. Um, but like, at the same time, it was like, just the amount of joy and like happiness of, of just like being around his peers and breaking open the word, um, you know. And so uh, actually, up until this morning, like I was convinced that my answer to this was going to be like when Jesus turns to Peter and he's like, "But who do you say that I am?" Because like, ah, we all need to think about that. But then, as we were talking this morning and just thinking about different things during the week, it's like, you no, know, like we need to be reminded. We need to remind ourselves, like, what is our reason for, for hope? And so that actually is my question for you guys today. Uh, so, you know, some weeks we're really good at having a plan of what we're going to do, <laughs> what we're going to talk about, what we're going to say. And then some weeks it's like we're going to have a cup of coffee in the morning 
in the imaginary patio that Eric and I <laughs> built through this wall today. Um, and we're like, I was just thinking of different things and I was like, you know, maybe this is a good thing. Is like, as people are struggling with different things, maybe now is the time to look at like, okay, what are the things that we're hopeful for? There's so many different things going on, right? Is she like rolling into the screen? No, she, she just to, like, avoided the camera. Rolled. She like bit. just went right around. No, she, yeah. Like, she, yeah, there she goes on the coffee table. She made her a little appearance. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> for everybody wondering, like we're talk what we're talking about, we have we have Mouse here with us again today. Um, <laughs> she also just like reached through this little crack and scratched my finger. She's um, mad her, at you. I like she is mad at me today. Okay, so <laughs> you talk about like reasons for hope and joy and those little things. Mouse and I bonded <laughs> yesterday. We had like four or five seconds where um, I got to hang out and just like hold her and just like she was cool with me holding her. Then she tried to jump away from me and landed on top of the like habitat that she has and thank goodness didn't run away because you can't see the rest of this room, but if this mouse got out, it'd be gone forever. Um, so today I was like excited to come into work and like have another bonding experience and it was gonna be great. We have this giant Tupperware thing that's very, you know, it's a good, what is that? Like two feet? Yeah, at least. Um, there was like, I'm gonna put you in this and like, we're gonna play in here today. And she did not like that idea and tried to jump out and I had to like catch her and bring her into it. <laughs> Like, not forcefully enough to hurt her, but she's not happy with me now. Because of that, um, you can't see her very well inside this little ball, but she's trying to get out or eat me. Or both. Um, or both at the same time. So, I will let you go play again. <laughs> but yeah, what about, you know, like, on a more serious note mm -hmm. than the mouse. What, what, are the, what are your reasons for your hope? There's so many like like really massive ways you can take that or like I'm thinking of like a bunch of little things too. That's it. We have time. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So uh, you started talking first. Yeah, I know. I put myself into this. <laughs> okay. But, like okay, as far as like little things, um Yeah, okay, like I had a moment today, like one, the weather is so beautiful today, so I'm I'm find myself to be one of those people who's very affected by the weather like yesterday whenever it was super rainy I started the day off like what the heck <laughs> and then today the weather was it was a lot cooler out and it was so beautiful and I was like oh my gosh it's a beautiful day <laughs> I can change the world <laughs> um, that's awesome it's, it's sometimes <laughs> you have like your own theme music like yeah. you got up this morning the birds were chirping yeah you like started your own dance number yeah I could like oh, actually yeah. talk before 8am <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like so yeah like with that and um I was telling you this morning like we recently got a little bit of uh, patio furniture outside which we've been wanting to do because we've got like our balcony like stretches the length of our apartment so there's a lot of space but and I like we face the lake and stuff so I'm like I want to be able to sit out there and enjoy it but we haven't because it's been disgusting outside and we have to sit on the ground <laughs> um but we got a couple chairs and it was super nice out this morning and we only were able to sit outside for like 10 minutes this morning and just like have coffee but I was like that it was just such like a peaceful moment we just watched June people watch like she loves to like stick her legs <laughs> through the railing and just like watch dogs and stuff pass by and it was just like like 
absolute like nonsense of just like talking about her <laughs> watching people we're just people watching but I was just like that is just like now I'm just like that is one thing that I would look forward to every morning and I'm like trying to get up earlier so I can have more time like that um and just start the day off with that sim very simple like peace and joy to kind of yeah get the day started I don't know if that really answered the question but as far as like little things that's definite maybe that's a bigger one um Yeah, yeah I mean, what just about like you? That, that there are moments of goodness even when life is crazy. Like, yeah, yeah. Because I that. could have gone, I could have spent the morning like sometimes I usually do, which is just like, oh my gosh, what is my to do list for today, for the weekend, and whatnot. And like, like another little thing is like this weekend coming up and the next weekend after is like the first time in months really that we both of us don't have anything going on. So we're like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do with all this time? <laughs> um, and looking at it from, yeah, that joyful perspective rather than what are the logistical things that I have to get done. Because that's, that's a never-ending list, right. and there's always going to be stuff to look at in that sense. But taking a step away from that um, is, has been, like, helpful yes, for me. That's awesome. <laughs> she getting into it? I don't know. I think she's, like, still trying to attack me while I'm not watching. She's like, she's like come up behind you. Like a ninja. Just drop down the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know it's unlikely, but <laughs> the odds are small, but, but not, not zero. zero. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance? Except for, like, I don't know. You never know. Maybe she like chew through the wall, climb up, chew through the ceiling tile, and drop down through the hamster ball. Don't give her any ideas. She knows. Yeah, no, she's. She can hear you. She has. Yeah, ears. right. Yeah. I'm not kidding. She was like trying to attack me. Yeah. She was within striking distance. <laughs> Stop it. Be nice. I want to be your friend. Don't bite the hand that feeds you. Literally, how that works. All right. How about you? Now that the stern talking to has happened. Um, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Quit trying to kill me. Oh, man. Um. Yeah, and we were talking about this with the um, our students yesterday over at the school. Um, as like we were introducing what is apologetics, and mm-hmm. that verse from Peter is like kind of the background. Sorry, just just so cute. Um, <laughs> right in the step, like slamming into everything in the room. But yes, um, there she, she comes. Well, <laughs> yep, under the oh, table. Hello, hi. Here she comes with her sneak attack again. Uh-huh. I'm ready for it. This you least expected. So. She likes us, ladies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you were talking about it, but yes, at school. <laughs> and that's that's kind of just like the background of why we talk about apologetics, why we do that. Mm. Um, and we're asking the kids the same question: like, what is the reason for your hope? Um, and yeah, I, I think I, like you said, Erica, there's plenty of big moments and other just small moments, um, like just little things that have happened. It's like, okay, there, there's goodness in the world. Like I remember this. Um, I definitely, I think one thing for me that has. Um, that I would say for this is the a lot of the mentors that I've had uh, throughout my life that have really lived their faith and just seeing that like no matter what they get into like no matter how much they get stuck between tables and things um, <laughs> sorry you're just so cute um, but seriously no, no matter what they're going through that they're there's so many of them been able to really rely on their faith um, and 
just had such a great impact on other people and on their faith and um, just just seeing that I mean not that it's going to make your life better in the worldly mm-hmm. sense but like faith is a real thing and like God is real and he's working and he's doing things in people's lives mm-hmm. um, and I think that for me has been a reminder um, of to, to be hopeful to remember that like God God is doing things um, this may be you know it's not always going to be fun to, to live the faith. It's not always going to be fun to, you know, to work on that relationship with Christ, but it's always going to be worth it because you can see somebody who's a little bit further along or somebody who's been through something before. It's like, yeah, God, God came through for them. He'll come through for me. So yeah. I guess that's kind of one general way I would, I would, say, uh, I would say that. Yeah, I was thinking about, I was talking to with one of my old chaplains the other day, and he was telling me about the, I haven't read this book, but I read the first one, Lord of the Rings. Have either of y'all read it? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have read mm-hmm. it. Okay, you have read uh, it. Like bits and pieces, okay, yeah. Okay, well, the very end, the very last one, sorry if I have any spoilers for those who haven't read it. <laughs> um, it's been out for Turn it off. <laughs> yeah. It's been a um, By now. But, yeah, Frodo dies at the end. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So sad. So they, uh, the other three companions, are traveling back home to the Shire, and um, Sam, uh, his best friend, gets back home at the very end. And this is like the last line in the book. Um, and he gets back home and he sees his family, and it, it just says that Rose, his wife, Rose, handed him Eleanor, and Eleanor sat on his lap, and Sam just said, "Well, I'm home," and that was it. And it, it was just like a very peaceful ending but it was because his family was there and so whenever I think about like hope yeah Sam was kind of in this place of well this kind of sucks my best friend just died and I just went through this whole really hard adventure and like life's really hard um but yeah he comes home and it's just like but but I'm home and my family is here and so yeah whenever I think about like yeah where is my hope my hope is in those who are around me um, I hope is in the, the friends who have become like family, um, because like God is in those in those places, um, and that's where He's like that's where His love is. Um, so like my family, of course they give me great hope. And, like who do I have to live for? My family, my friends. Yeah, I mean, right. I, I think that's a f- the foundational starting piece of of hope is the community, right? Like Peter is writing this letter, St. Peter is writing this letter, and he's asking that question. He's asking it to the whole community. He's saying, like, if you believe in Christ, you have to be able to give a reason of where your hope lies in that. Um, And it's one of those things that, like, I, I think that's where, for me as well, everything starts there. You know, you have your... Your family at home, you have your family here at work, there are people that you're surrounded by that you care about, that like, you want what is good and what is best for them, and you know that so much of that comes from um, a relationship with Christ, a relationship with the church, a relationship with community. Um, you know, and even going back a couple weeks when Father Jovita was here again with us, um, you know, so much of his focus has been on the idea of uh, family, and so much of his focus has been on the importance of those things and, and how we we make this community more family-oriented because that was what Monsignor Camel um, had wanted and what his mission was. And so you, you do see that there's a lot of 
um, collaboration and connection between different staff members right now uh, doing different things or even if it's something um, you know our our uh, safe environment director who is now our director of worship and ministries and organizations um, put together a Bible study that they were doing during lunch and I know that we weren't always able to make it but even when we were having the other staff members around um, you know there's a, a group of people that have put together like a fantasy football league different stuff like that it's just like just different opportunities to be uh, a family a different opportunities to just be together and enjoy um, those gifts and and each other's uh, company um, I think our we're blessed as a staff up here because we get more time together where it's like we can sit down during lunch and you know we throw on a TV show to watch together or we bond over the fact that the mouse is cute um, you know just little things where it's like you know you have some of those inside jokes you have some of those things that you laugh about um, and you grow in that community and then you see that that community expands right to the middle school ministry or to the high school ministry or to the young adult ministry or to family ministry or whatever it is and that community continues to grow and, and then you have the church and you look at okay now my reason for hope is bigger than just what is me it's all these other people and how that affects things and um, even for those times when there's little things in our lives we celebrate the wins of the bigger things in other people's lives and vice versa and I think that helps out as well when you talk about family is that you just want to celebrate those things together um, so yeah I, I mean I, I would agree that like that that's where I get my hope from is that like you know, we're, we're in this mess together mm. and it's a mess but it's it's our mess and we can have fun with it so yeah, yeah. Um, do you guys so going based on hope for different things because things are starting to kick off because we're getting back into um, these different ministries the different normals that we were talking about what are some of the hopes that you have for what this year is going to look like I know that's that's not always an easy question to kind of like I know that all of us because of different conversations we've had we're all like we hope COVID doesn't shut down everything again um but yeah, like what, what do you think, like what are your hopes for, for this year? Maybe we'll, we'll start like, what's a small thing? And then maybe what's a big kind of dream? I don't know if it's big or small. I'm, I have one thing, but <laughs> which category it's gonna fit in. Maybe it's bigger. Um, at least for like young adult ministry, like I know right now that the ministry and what we offer is not done it's not like done growing yet like we have a few things that we offer but the age range and what it means to be a young adult it it means so many different things in so many different seasons of life and it's hard to just fit that into like an age group um so I know for like the next year there's things I would love to start offering for you know we have we're kind of working with like our college students right now our average age group right now is probably like 20 to like 32 is kind of what we um, have but I want to start going beyond that like what can we offer for our young married couples our young families our yeah I don't know young moms and dads and uh, different things like that to where we we reach that 
kind of broad age range, but not specifically based on are you 35 to 39 or are you, you know, because we you don't particularly fit in any of those things um, just based on that. So maybe like a bigger thing is just being able to do more for all seasons of life in this age group. Good. That's yes. all else. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> flashback. Uh, that's a flashback. That's a bad one. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I think I I like that. I mean, junior high ministry is, is a little bit more established in the sense of like, and also we have like a way smaller age range, <laughs> like three years. Um, but between that and confirmation prep and all the things that I'm going to be doing, yeah, the idea of like maybe not so much reaching more people, although that would be great. But um, I think in our case, even just diving deeper into like being able to. Um, I was going to say this some clever way, but I forgot what I was going to say. It was like actually being uh, connecting more with, with our teens, with our mm -hmm. families, um, being a more um, helpful resource for the families as they're trying to grow in the faith and for our teens as they are figuring out life and everything. Um, and so I guess just being, I don't know, being more of a, um, I guess it comes back to being more of a home for for our teens, which mm -hmm. I guess that's our, our theme for the uh, forever. Um, but <laughs> um, yeah, and then I, I alongside that, I guess specifically, um, well, I guess that's kind of the same. But yeah, I guess just just being able to actually take the time and um, figure out how to be a bigger part of their lives and just to lead more people more directly to Christ and I don't know, just yeah. just ramping it up, I guess, from from what I've been doing last year. Yeah. I'm like trying not to distract myself, but every time she hits something, <laughs> it's so cute. What about for you, Chris? Yeah, Andrew, I was actually going to say something very similar. Um, yeah, I really am just hoping, especially in high school, high school ministry, um, to cultivate just a home for the students, for just a place for them to come and feel known, feel connected. Because um, I think that, especially in like years in high school, it can be really easy to feel like disconnected from um, peers or even like from family and so giving them a place where there is family to be connected with um, yeah just like a home for them is my hope um, yeah I think a bigger hope is also very similar is like learning how to really or hoping to be able to lead the students more directly to Christ and not um, not shy away from like those hard conversations uh, that do go towards God. Mm -hmm. um, so that's a big hope. But. Yeah. What did you say, Paul? Uh, yeah, I mean, for me, it's uh, there are a lot of different ideas of how we could reach families and doing some different things. Um, Father Garrett and I, so most of these ideas are from my wife <laughs> because she's good at this um, we talked about like the idea of getting families together and um, like meeting after the 5 o'clock mass on Saturday and just going out to the playground and doing something so 
We're, I'm going to be sending out emails to some families to kind of start like beta testing pretty much of like here's what this is going to look like different age groups and stages like we were talking about phases of family ministry to, to get out and like start these small group communities and maybe start with one group and then ask those groups oh, stealing the model that focus uses that focus <laughs> yeah, right. stole from jesus anyway so, <laughs> yeah, exactly. like but it's not like it's not new we all know the pyramid scheme um <laughs> the, it's the holiest pyramid scheme there is yeah 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 absolutely it's definitely like yeah um but yeah, I mean that, that's really the reality. Is like we're gonna start with this small group, and then that small group is gonna turn into this small group, and then it's gonna become a large group. And yeah, um, so doing stuff like that, I, I know I've talked about like now that the weather. Like, I mean, really today, like the weather was amazing this morning. It's like maybe if we're starting to turn the the climate just a little bit to finally get a little bit nicer weather, start doing outdoor adoration again, I think would be really good um, for families to just go outside and and kind of be. Um, social distanced and safe and outdoors and things like that and, um, I think that would be really good for us to do uh, I talked to Father Garrett yesterday um, and I, I told him I was like you know I asked him I was like you want to start a podcast with me for a family resource like just let's talk to different people in the parish let's talk to different families like let's just do something to give them more of a resource um when we did our our family um, sessions, uh, we didn't have a lot of families. You know, we were really hopeful that we would get a larger group. And uh, you know, I talked to Kathy McDermott, our our director of religious education, and we had very high hopes for what that was going to look like because we know that's the model that we're moving towards is family catechesis. Um, and uh, unfortunately, like we just didn't get the kind of um, attendance that we thought we were going to get. But even in doing those and talking to some of the families and, and kind of asking the question, like once we started in week one, the whole idea was like, don't judge yourself as a parent about like whether or not you think you are doing the perfect job because parents really, are, they get wrapped up in that mindset of like, I'm not doing enough for my kids. I'm not a good parent because of X, Y, Z. Uh, and then don't judge other parents because you don't know the situation. Like you don't know where they're at. And so we talked a lot about that, and then we kind of went with the idea of, like, so how can we start to do this if the faith is a priority and you want to start talking about it with the kids? Um, and then by the end, when we started talking about it again, like, that's what they're looking for. They're looking for that resource that it's like, I can put this on in the car. We can put this on while we're eating dinner. There's a, you know, what's the show that we can watch? What's the thing that we... And then it was kind of funny, like, hearing some of them come into the room and be like we watched you and Andrew this week talk about the readings that we talked about last week and it was like that's a little weird <laughs> but also but, like oh, wow. it's great like yeah. you know and then like the kids were coming up with questions they were like you said this when you were talking about it or Andrew said this when he was talking about it or like that challenge that you had this week was really hard and they really got like kind of wrapped up and like we if you haven't watched any of the Sunday scripture videos we try to give them a challenge like at the end of the the video to be like your challenge this week is to pray for your friend or whatever it might be um so it was really neat to see that like these these five families were all coming together and they were like okay this has been helpful for us this is what we can do and so from that and then from like i said my wife comes up with all of these great ideas she was <laughs> like what if this is the way you were doing things and, and had those conversations and i know that father garrett is passionate about families being involved here at the church uh as well and Father Jovita has a passion for that, so that's kind of an easy way to be like, 
hey, let's go ahead and let's do this. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm hopeful for those things. Yeah. I would like to start not fixing problems around the building and doing other things and focus on my thing. We'll have to worry, yeah. That'll be good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I think it's about that time. Maybe yeah, that time. just came over to remind us. <laughs> yes, that was our alarm. I had some just in case uh, we weren't ready, but we're ready. Oh, yeah, we're, yeah, good. we're good. All right. I just couldn't get them printed today because our printer is mad at us. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably because we have a mouse now. Probably. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. in, light, in light of the beautiful weather today, this is all fall themed. Oh, fantastic. Um, all right, so Andrew, then I, then Krista, yeah. and then you. All right, yeah. uh, we have our order down. We're ready for this. Super good. All right. Ready? Yeah. <laughs> I don't ever know if it's if I should say go or if you should say go. I should say go. Should. Okay, go. <laughs> um, pumpkin spice or apple cider? Pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice. Yeah. Um, eat a caramel apple or a candy apple. I don't think I've ever had either. Yeah, I don't know that I've... Well, I think I have, but I don't know that I know the difference, really. Other it's, than, like, what they're coated in. Yeah, like, one's more of, like, a sugar coating. Yeah. Well, yeah. and then the other one's more of a burnt sugar coating. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 uh, yes. You can get, like, flavored, like, candy yeah. apples, yeah. though. Yeah, okay. it always reminds me of, like, a softer... Uh, soft isn't the right word. The, the depth of the sugar that's on the outside of the candy apple reminds me of a thinner Jolly Ranger. Yeah. And then oh, that's a good way to put it. Caramel. Okay. Yeah. So which ones? Or uh, uh, well, now I'm stressed about saying caramel or caramel, but whatever that one is, you can do that. <laughs> so yeah. Caramel. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what the right I, way to say it either, so we'll say it both ways. Just yeah. the pressure. Yeah. Okay, would you rather live in an apple orchard for a week or a pumpkin patch for a week? Oh. Uh, apple orchard? Because, I don't know, it's easier to survive off apples. Steal my drink. Apple orchard. Poisoning. 100% apple orchard. Yeah. Pumpkin patch. Yeah. Pumpkin patch. <laughs> <laughs> um, would you rather have a pumpkin hat or pumpkins for shoes. What? Pumpkin hat essentially meaning you just put a pumpkin on your head. Can the pumpkin shoes be like shoe sized or do they have to be no, full No, I, I, I imagine like either one large pumpkin sitting on your head or two little pumpkins you just stick your feet in. Okay, I'll do, I'll do pumpkin shoes. Oh, yeah. Uh, also, pumpkin <laughs> shoes. I'm very confused by why you're surprised by that. But yes, pumpkin shoes. Yeah, I think I want to choose. Okay, great. <laughs> we can be friends again. <laughs> um, would you rather have a corn cob nose or sunflower ears? <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, that's delightful. I'm gonna go with delightful. sunflower ears. Do they still follow the sun? The sun I don't know why this so cracks me up. I'm also going to go sunflower ears, though. I don't know why that question, like. When you blow your nose with a corncob nose, is oh, it popcorn? Yeah. If that's the case, that's what I want. Yeah, yeah especially that, yeah. Or maybe just when you sneeze. Oh. I hope not. Alright, I'm taking the camera off you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. 
yep, no, no, no. I think so too. I could just think it's my earring. Yeah, yeah. Um, would Maybe you... you have a fever? Is it like kettle corn? Popcorn? Popcorn. Why would it mean? Not kettle corn. It's I not mean, what I meant. I, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you're good. I said it, but sorry. Uh, would you rather try to catch a turkey or try to catch a fox? Uh, oh. I, I, hmm. I guess I want to say turkey just because size and teeth. But I don't know. I'll, I'll, go, with, I'll go with turkey. I'm gonna go fox just because I feel like that would be much more cuddlier. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I would imagine a turkey would like to be held. I'm gonna go with a turkey so I can make it for Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh jeez. You got a plan. I was gonna do the same thing with fox. Oh, you fox? <laughs> I take the care back on Plus I love plenty more. Um, I think a turkey too, just because I think it'd be hilarious. Um, probably for everyone else, not really myself. Can we do this? Like, can we can we get a turkey and try to catch it? I feel like this would be so uh-huh. much fun. It's so absolutely. fun. It's yeah. like a staff outing. Yeah. Like, oh, absolutely. We buy a turkey, we put it in the field. Whoever catch, catches the turkey hosts Thanksgiving. Okay. And we do like a staff Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not on Thanksgiving food, Day because I will okay. probably do that with my family. But yeah, did Sunday. Father. <laughs> Are you watching? Listen up. If you're not, I'm sending you an email. <laughs> um, okay, would you rather... This makes me think of Peppa Pig. Would you rather splash in muddy puddles or walk on crunchy leaves? <laughs> oh, yeah, no. This is an easy one. Really? Yeah. Because crunchy leaves. Crunchy leaves. Crunchy okay. leaves. I was going to say splash in muddy puddles. <laughs> yeah, you know, like Peppa Pig, like... No. Muddy <laughs> <laughs> puddle. Yeah. Okay. Right, I'm taking the camera off. That's your special so talent. Funny. Oh, I love Pepe. Yeah. Um, Not a fan. Would you rather participate in a pie eating contest or judge a pie eating contest? No. Participate <laughs> as in bake or no? Yeah. No, 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 no like, like, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna judge. I am participating. I'm gonna judge it. Yeah, no, I want to eat the pies. Wait, because wouldn't the judge be eating the pies? Participating in your making the pies. Oh, see, I'm thinking of, like, pie eating oh, sorry, yeah, pie as eating, in, like, somebody like who's eating pies. all the pies. Yeah, no, okay, yeah, sorry, what did that one Judge? <laughs> like, you're talking <laughs> about, like, sorry, a taste judge? Yeah. Like, you walk oh, no, around no, no, and you no, like, like, the pie like making pie or pie eating? Contest. Pie eating, okay. Who can eat it the fastest, so you're either judging, like, who... Who's the best at eating pie, or what's the best flavor of pie? Who's... So, okay, yeah, we're talking about two different baking competitions. Yeah. Pie making or pie, pie eating? Pie eating yeah. or like pie taste testing. This right? one says eating. Okay, then, yeah, participant. Participant. I mean, I'm going to be a judge, too. Yeah, yeah. I'm still going to judge it. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm going to eat all the pies. I'm not if I eat them first. Not even yeah. a question. You okay. Would you rather have <laughs> leaves for hair or sticks for legs? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Leaves for hair. I, I already have sticks for legs, so I'm gonna go with that. I have lived this. It's already true. I believe in me. Oh, oh leaves, leaves for hair, hair would be kind of Leaves fun. for hair. I think I would do leaves for hair too. But like crunchy leaves, I don't know. Yeah. Um, then we get to step on your head. <laughs> so morbid. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 
scary there. Super excited. Oh, Halloween really quick. Um, would you try to escape from a large corn maze or the mirror maze at like a fair? I'd rather do. Or like, would you? Which one would you rather be stuck in? To try corn maze or like a mirror maze? Yeah. Uh, I want to say corn maze because if you get stuck for too long, there's at least corn. That's how horror movies start. So. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Both of them. Stephen King book, Children of the Corn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, also, though, corn. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Because the mirror thing. That freaks me out a little. There's no, like, I can't, I could climb out of a corn maze somehow. True. You can get a helicopter get and get out you out of it somehow. Yeah. Whereas, like, inside the mirror place, I would just end up breaking all of them to find my way out. <laughs> that would not end well. That was a be very that was a Bruce Lee movie. It was a Bruce Lee movie. Yes. Got it. Uh, yeah, the destroy the, the destroy false images. The the yep. Also, a Conan the Barbarian. That's right. Did the same thing. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, definitely corn maze. I think the mirror thing would give me a headache. Yeah. Yeah. Also, very true. Yep. I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna say mirror because I think it's I like it's funny when people like run into the like themselves or like run into like clear <laughs> things. You would be the person doing <laughs> that, though. <girl. laughs> I think it would be hilarious. Okay, last one. Uh, where did it go? Would you rather be chased by a scarecrow or a flock of crows? A, a flock of crows? That's oh, called a murder. That That's true. It is called, called a murder, murder of you. crows. And especially well, if you say it that way. <laughs> by a scarecrow or by a murder, murder of crows. crows. I mean, I'm going to say crows just because like they're supposed to move. Like it wouldn't one of them could possibly chase me. Right. If the other one was we got bigger problems than the mouse falling out of the ceiling to kill me. Yeah. Kill? Huh. It would kill. <laughs> it would kill. <laughs> okay. so, yeah. Uh, Sorry. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I don't know if y'all have ever seen the movie Birds, but that is a terrifying <laughs> I have. movie, so oh, I'm definitely going to choose but the Scarecrow. But have you ever seen the movie The Scarecrow? I don't know if you've ever seen the movie <laughs> yeah, Wizard of Oz, but he's not a very scary I, Scarecrow. I can make friends with the Scarecrow. Yeah. We're just running together. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I just, I'm um, We've one. seen different movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nine minutes. Nine minutes. From, we're under ten Nine minutes. Nine That's good. Hey, we've that. done worse. Didn't we do 10 minutes last week? Which would make well, this the fastest time we've ever done with Kristen. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll go with that. I'm not gonna check that. We're, we're setting records. We need Chelsea to come back and be like, guys, come on. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are y'all doing? I can't do that. I mean, to be fair, we did over-explain some of the questions yeah, like just to like make <laughs> sure, like, Candy Apple versus Carol. The pie-eating contest. That's right. Yeah, pie you know, yeah. we, we had to kind of Clarify some things. So, yeah. Happy fall, y'all. Hey guys, we will uh, we will see you next week, episode seventy one. Uh, we will have guests from the school in the office downstairs. Gina Rauker, uh, who is our development person here, and Liz Greer, who is the development person up at the school, are going to be here to talk a little bit about North Texas Giving Day. Um, so you can support the school and the church through North Texas Giving Day. I think the actual day is September 23rd, uh, the feast day of Padre Pio, uh, which is super exciting. So I've already called him as my saint for that episode. Um, and hopefully that day, uh, September 23rd, we will be joined by Dave Palmer with uh, Guadalupe Radio. They're getting ready to celebrate their 15th anniversary. So 
hopefully we can get him out here. I gotta communicate with him a little bit more about that uh, in those dates. And then for episode seventy three, we hope to have our uh, special guest, uh, who is also our top fan, uh, Catherine Ofinger, uh, who will be with us. And yeah, you can't complain about the slowest lightning round of your life because you're gonna be on the show in three weeks, and we can make things worse. Um, so, all of that being said. We are glad you are with us today. Uh, please keep all of us in your prayers here, and we will keep praying for you as well. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> Clearly, sitting on this couch together bonded us too well. <laughs> this was, this we, are, was... we are now one mind. Oh, gosh. <laughs>